my personal thing, it hasn't changed except when I had some surgery. It was thyroid surgery and you lose your voice. And mm-hmm. that happened to me. And that's, that bothered me because I was a color tourist at Prano. I, I sang opera and all that. So I had to sit back and say, that's gone. But in being the director of the Friendship Singers, what I found out is the ladies, as, as we age, are not as agile as we used to be. So we're not the Follies Bergier or we're not you know, Radio City Music Hall. But we are entertainers. And it was different to try to coax the ladies to relax and through their body movements or their eyes or their stature or their smile, change the way we present the songs and yet keep it just as entertaining as anything else. You can have a a bunch of ladies singing and they sing beautifully and it gets, the song goes nowhere. They're just singing. They're not performing. And that's something that I have changed within our group. And that's something that the group has changed because they know that they're going to be able to do easily what they're asked to do, which we could not do earlier. I tell them the moment they walk through the door, they're on stage. And if you don't go in with a step that is a little bounce to it and a smile and look at your audience to be and let them know that you're here because you want to be here, because you want them to enjoy the music, you want them to relate to the music. Don't stop dreaming, don't stop trying. There's always something that you can do that relates to what you had wanted to do. And if you can't do what you want to do, then you do what you can do and take that and grasp it. Because if you leave these things on the side, you've lost. Mm. You don't want to do that. You want to keep on going. Sliding in to getting older. Yeah. You don't jump in. You slide in. And it's, a, it's still a great path to follow. We slide into aging, she says. We don't just jump in. A profound quote from our guest today here on The Age Sage, Marie Little. And as you'll see on today's interview, Marie has learned to gracefully adjust to quick and slow transitions throughout her life. And she's going to share her secrets to success on handling change. So without further ado, here is your host and the senior editor, Robert J. LaCosta. And welcome to another Age Sage podcast. And this day we're here in upstate New York, uh, just outside of Albany, New York, which is a few hours north of Manhattan and a few hours south of Montreal. Today's guest is Marie Little, and she's 84, and she keeps herself busy with what? The Friendship Singers. And who are the Friendship Singers, and how did they start? In 1982, there were a group of women, young women with their children, that went to one of the churches, to do daycare with their kids and have fun. And they found out that they liked to sing. And so they started singing just little songs, and then it became more and more involved, and they got more and more people involved in it. And Every one of them sang? The three of them. The three of them sang, yes. Quite a coincidence. Yes, yes. And therefore, that's how the Friendship Singers got started. And you became their director? No, I was a singer. I was, I'm a music teacher, okay. and I had done enough of that. I loved to sing, so I wanted to sing and perform. And it seemed like a perfect fit for me. So I went uh, to the concert, and I liked it, and I joined it as a singer. And then the next year, uh, the director left, and we had a new one. And the year after that, she left, and there was nobody within the group that had the type of experience that I'd had teaching. So... I got a phone call in the middle of the summer. Marie, can you help us, please? Uh, I said, I'll, yeah, but not, you know, after we get somebody to direct us, that's what I want to do. I joined it to sing. 
I'm, d- I'm done with the teaching bit. Haha. <laughs> yeah, so here we are so many years afterwards. But it's since then, about, uh, it was 96, 96, 97, and I've been directing it ever since. That's almost, uh, you know, through three decades. You mentioned, you know, the changeover. What about being a senior? That's always fascinated me, that there are transitions in life. And You're then, not talking to me, are you, about being a senior? <laughs> and then there's transitions within transitions. So within even something, uh, we're talking here about, you know, uh, an accident you had with the dogs, and the dogs accidentally broke, my ankle. broke your ankle. <laughs> and that's a transition. You know, that's another uh, thing that has to be dealt with. You know, going from singing to directing, but within the senior years, what, what other transitions have you gone through where you've, you know, no, boy, I'm going through a transition. What do I have to do next, or how do I have to handle it? I'm fortunate to have a summer home down on Long Island, and it's on the water. And I'm used to jumping in and out of the boat from the dock either way. And now I realize that's not going to happen that way <laughs> because it's very dangerous to do that. You, you pay more attention to what you can do, and you say, all right, I did it in the past. I don't have to do it now because if I do it now, I'm going to get hurt. Is there any points where those transitions stare you in the face, or is it just something you kind of have to muddle your way through? I think you have an indication of something that happened to you. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be like you forget to close the closet or the cabinet door, and then you stand up, and then you hit your head. So you say, all right, now, I'm not doing that as I used to do it. You always closed it. So that was that was different. And, and life, of course, changed when I lost my husband back in the 2021, that became a big change because I was caretaker and, and, and wife and mother and grandma and all that sort of stuff. And then you have to realize you can't do all the things that you used to, especially in the amount of time that it used to take you to do it in. So that, I think, is very important. We seem to think, oh, I can get all that done. Well, unless you're on a skateboard doing everything, it's not all going to get done according to the schedule you planned initially. Yeah, you're used to one schedule and that uh, might need might need an extra Friday or a Thursday mm-hmm. and just cut out a little extra time to mm-hmm. do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, getting back to your your singing, that doesn't change with age. You still love what you love. I mean, has how has that changed or how hasn't it changed? My personal singing, it hasn't changed except when I had some surgery. It was thyroid surgery and you lose your voice. And mm-hmm. that happened to me and that's... That bothered me because I was a color tourist soprano. I sang opera and all that. So I had to sit back and say, that's gone. But in being the director of the Friendship Singers, what I found out is the ladies, as, as we age, are not as agile as we used to be. So we're not the Follies Bergier or we're not you know, Radio City Music Hall. But we are entertainers. And it was different to try to coax the ladies to relax and through their body movements or their eyes or, or their stature, or their smile, change the way we present the songs, and yet keep it just as entertaining as anything else. You can have a, a bunch of ladies singing, and they sing beautifully, and it gets the song goes nowhere. They're just singing. They're not performing. And that's something that I have changed within our group, and that's something that the group has changed, because they know that they're going to be able to do easily what they're asked to do, which we could not do earlier. You mentioned the thyroid. I, I think that will speak to a lot of people. You gave it up. You had, I guess you had no other choice. What was that like? Was heartbreaking. It, was it one month of heartbreaking? Was it a year? Was it I'm on my denial? Second year. I'm, I'm on my second year, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I still get tears in my eyes when I 
when I try to try to sing something and it doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. And then other times you can hit a note. I have no trouble hitting the high A in some of our songs, and the ladies let me sing that when, when we're coming up upon that part because it's something I know I can do. But you've got to take a deep breath and sing it out, and the, the vocal cords just don't, they don't want to conform to what I have in mind. Yeah, so what would you say to uh, someone who's listening, even a young person who might be transitioning from one thing? or You know, there's a lot of young athletes that face an injury, and that's it. For that particular thing, they might be able to transition to some other sport that mm-hmm. doesn't affect them. What would you say to a senior that's facing widowhood or facing a major change or a physical ailment or a move or any of the many things that we face as we get older or even for the younger people that are listening to because podcast listeners tend to be younger. Mm-hmm. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop trying. There's always something that you can do that relates to what you had wanted to do. And if you can't do what you want to do, then you do what you can do and take that and grasp it because if you leave these things on the side, you've lost. Mm. You don't want to do that. You want to keep on going. And even when you lose someone you love, there's another part of life that's still there. Go out and volunteer. Find something. Find a passion. Even if it's watching a certain show on TV that gives you pleasure, don't not do it. Yeah, pleasure is passion. Not just doing. Sometimes we can just receive, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the passion stays. Mm-hmm. It, going along, as you're saying, it's not stop dreaming. What do you think about next? What's what's next? Is there something ahead <laughs> that you're thinking about, or, or are there too many things in front of me right now? We just finished our winter concert season. In front of me right now are the 15 new songs. Oh, well, they're, they're new for this season. Some of them are old. Some of them are brand new. And for me, it's every night I take this book out and I go and find a song and go through it and find the parts and write it all out. So I get very interested in that. It was difficult when I had to stop tennis, and that bothered me. From, from the injury? Well, or? from multiple things, multiple oh. things happening. Um, and nothing that I'm still here. I'm still enjoying watching on TV. I just know I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Not yet. So you don't do it. So I take my dog to the dog park instead, and I have a good time throwing the ball like crazy for her and drop kicking it. You know, you don't stop doing some of the things you can do. Yeah. You just don't do all the things that you had wanted to do. What about particularly for a a young person who might not know what that thing is yet? What about them? They might not know what that passion is. You already know Sometimes you don't know until something has happened to you. And then you find a little something that you like, and and it can be cooking. It can be almost anything that all of a sudden you've taken an interest in doing something you've never done fully before. And you can just follow it and and keep the gleam in your eye towards something that you like doing. Is it all a wonderful, wonderful experience? Not always, no. But at least you can try to do something different. Volunteering, there are so so many ways you can volunteer that can give you pleasure, that you can do. And once you find that you're doing something that you enjoy, you can build on it. But you, if you don't always, try, you don't go anywhere. It's, it seems like it's always about other people, too. You're always, when you mention performing, it, it's not just for the sake of rolling your eyes during a certain song or going like this. It's more you want to perform so that the people enjoy it. I tell it's always them. about other people. Yes, Yes, and it, it's funny when you are performing, especially during the concerts that we do, I tell them the moment they walk through the door, they're on stage. And if you don't go in with a step that is a little bounce to it and a smile and look at your audience-to-be 
and let them know that you're here because you want to be here, because you want them to enjoy the music, you want them to relate to the music, to every single song, not just one. There are a lot of songs that everybody can relate to. I mean, is there anything nicer than singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> and then what I do is I have all the men say, Rudolph with your nose so bright. It's something they look forward to. They know it's going to happen because we've done it every single year. But we look forward to doing those type of things. And I, I think if you you find that, you let it show. And that's in whatever you like to do. Make sure that you let the people that you're involved with know that this is what you want to do if you're volunteering. That's, that's some great wisdom. Marie, thank you so much for uh, joining us and uh, on the Age Sage. Uh, this is a podcast that goes out to uh, young and old, so I think there's a lot of treasures and uh, nuggets and everything you said. Maybe we'll do this again sometime, and then we'll find out what you've done next, because I can imagine what's coming next. (laughs) I might surprise you and surprise myself. (laughs) I I would love to. Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, having the opportunity to talk to you about sliding in to getting older. You don't jump in. You slide in, and it's it's still a great path to follow. Well, like the fourth quarter in a basketball game or the last few minutes of a tennis match uh, often it comes down to the the last minutes Mm -hmm. and i believe that's the same with life i believe this quarter of our lives is probably one of the most challenging also one of the most important finish strong yes it can very well be with the help of friends and family it's it's wonderful bingo marie little thank you so much for joining us here in upstate new york thank you bob i appreciate it take care And thank you so much for tuning in right here to The Age Sage with another incredible interview full of wisdom, this time with Marie Little. For more episodes of The Age Sage, simply go to any major podcast platform. And of course, you can always go to robertjlacosta.com. And please don't forget to like, subscribe, and please share The Age Sage with your host and the senior editor, Robert J. LaCosta.